0: Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 120, True Grit. Greatness resides in trust, G-R-I-T. This little acronym came to me in those subtle moments between sleeping and waking. Grit seems to be a combination of perseverance and determination, fueled by passion and a mindset willing to explore one's edge. Uh, We are here to grow and evolve perspective. Where do we set the bar for ourselves as many of us enter our third or even our final acts? Although mental processing speed begins its downswing in our 20s and short-term memory declines after age 35, our ability to perceive the emotional states of others, as well as our vocabulary and comprehension, continue to rise through middle age and beyond. The Japanese, in their own unique way, use the term ganbaru which roughly translates as to slog on tenaciously through difficult times. One commits fully to a task and to bring such task to completion, whatever hard work and doggedness may be required. Like grit, it perhaps reflects the difference between living with intent and ceaselessly thinking and feeling from a stuck place. A popular story in Japan with many statues that embody it is of a dog, Hachiko, who used to meet his owner at the train station when he returned from work each day. Even after his owner's death, Hachiko faithfully continued to go to the station every afternoon for another 10 years in case his master should return. Such loyalty is highly valued in Japanese culture and fits in well with Ganbaru and our own sense of grit. Greatness resides in trust. How is trust different than blind faith or denial simply masquerading as groundless hope? There is an ancient story about a master traveling with his disciple. At the end of a very long day, they enter the caravansary, a roadside inn with a large central courtyard. It was the disciple's duty to care for and tether the camel, but instead he just asked God to take care of the animal and fell asleep. The next morning, the camel was gone, wandered off, or stolen in the ensuing dialogue between the master and the disciple. The young man excused his behavior by saying, "You're always telling me to trust Allah, so I did. I made it very clear when I, what I asked him to do three times in fact, so don't be angry with me." The master replied, "Trust in Allah, but tether your camel first, because Allah has no other hands than yours." You do whatsoever is possible for you to do. Don't shirk your responsibility. Then, if nothing happens or something goes wrong, accept it. Trust Allah. One can easily substitute Jesus or Creator or the universal life force for Allah in this story to fit one's own spiritual perspective. When I reference trust in the context of true grit, I am speaking about its trifold dimension. Trust other humans. Trust God or the universe and trust oneself. An old English proverb suggests that it is an equal failing to trust everybody and to trust nobody. Trusting others develops over time when friends and intimates are predictable, no unpleasant surprises. Reliable, keep their word, and honest, speak their truth consistently. We sense they are safe and dependable. We develop a feeling of closeness and sense of responsibility based on the realization that we all have similar desires to want happiness and overcome suffering. Such compassion evokes openness, which supports communication, which in turn increases trust and decreases fear. A very positive cycle indeed. In contrast, trust God or the universe does not ask for such predictable, consistent qualities. In countless acts of radical acceptance, we surrender to what is happening, believing it is somehow for the best. Such trust is not blind waiting, but a call to action, a belief that what we do, the choices we make, matter and can positively influence the outcome. We trust in the flow of the life force. We are reminded that even in the most difficult circumstances, there are beautiful moments. And trusting oneself, well, that takes a lifetime of paying attention to inner subtle clues an upwardly spiraling confidence born of can-do with support from other beings. It's a gradual process to to learn to rely upon our own experience and to count on the certainty of inner guidance. We slowly embrace that we are good enough and lovable enough in our depths to drop some of the masks that we have used for protection. Trusting myself has been a long journey of dropping any idea of perfection and a gentle opening of the inner gates that both keep me safe and limit my encounters with life. It asks me to consider what counsel self-doubt might offer in a given situation and then just go for it. Don't you think it's true that we often betray our own trust more than others do? We forget we can trust fall back into our own arms. This precious brain wisdom of trust is strengthened when we see with the third eye, listen with the third ear, listen with a connected heart, listen with what the Eskimos call suketat, the ear of the animal, attuned to nature and other members of our tribe. As Mother Teresa wisely stated, we can do no great things, only small things with great love. For Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, scientist, theologian, philosopher, love is at the physical heart of the universe. He viewed love as the attraction of all things toward all things. We could say that love is the universal ordering principle. So the greatness part of true grit is about how well we embrace and manifest love. End of story. And for the love to keep flowing, we must continually cultivate the three dimensions of trust I mentioned above, other humans, the universe, and self. As we approach the beginning of a new year by the Western calendar, true grit is an invitation to keep the fire burning, to recommit to whatever needs doing to make our world personally, locally, and globally a better place filled with more spacious grace. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.